Hello, and thanks for joining today's episode of the Founders Corner podcast hosted by AJ Prasad. Join AJ as he sits down with healthcare professionals to discuss ways of improving their marketing efforts. As an entrepreneur and proud owner of several seven-figure web-based businesses, AJ has now dedicated himself to helping healthcare professionals in building up their practices. If you would like to contact AJ and become a guest on the Founders Corner podcast, fill out the form on our website. In today's episode, AJ will be speaking with Rebecca Barons, founder of Vita Family Medicine in Houston, Texas. Her goal is to provide affordable, accessible, and personalized primary care services to individuals and families under a membership model that does not require any insurance and provide lactation and breastfeeding medicine consults to non-member patients. Enjoy the show. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi. Good. Thanks. How are you? Good, good. So, so where are you located right now? I'm in Houston, Texas. Oh, you're in Houston. Okay. So it's wonderful. I, you know, I, I saw some of the questions that you have. So, so like Oliver said, can we just start with just for, for my audience, give them an idea about your background, exactly what you are doing and, and what kind of challenges you are facing. And, you know, as, as you can imagine, most, a lot of the people face similar challenges. So uh, what we discussed, the other people, they can also hopefully shed some light for them also uh, sure. when they are listening to your, um, you know, to this podcast. So, so tell, 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 uh, tell me something about your, about you and uh, the business and the challenges that you're facing. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so I'm a family physician and a international board certified lactation consultant. And I have mm-hmm. a, a private practice where I do direct primary care. So basically membership based primary care, as well as lactation uh-huh. consults and uh, fourth trimester care for new families. Um, and I started mm-hmm. the practice in January of 2020. So obviously right before COVID, um, <laughs> which was uh, not ideal timing. Uh, so I was just kind of picking up some momentum with, you know, local networking and everything like that when COVID hit. And it really set me back because I um, ended up basically staying home with my son for three months and just working during his nap times. Um, and then mm-hmm. obviously, you know, not being able to go out and do any networking and like that. And then I actually had a second child in November of 2020. Um, oh, congratulations. So, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, um, you know, once I finally got childcare arranged for my son and I was, you know, getting back into some momentum, building the business, I had my daughter. And so then I, um, was kind of again, out of commission for a couple of months. And so I've, I've gotten some momentum back this year, but I feel like I lost a lot of my momentum from initially, and I'm not really where I was hoping to be at this point in the business. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think my biggest struggles right now are just trying to know how best to use my limited time and financial resources to Mm -hmm. build the practice. Um, And I will also say just because I am not where I was hoping to be at this point, I did have to take also a part-time job for financial support of my family, um, which is mm-hmm. limiting my time further to, to focus on correct, the business. Correct. Yeah. So, so good. So on your business, so you said that you have a membership, uh, based, so is it like a sort of a consumer medicine? Um, that yeah. You are, you are, it's yeah. similar. It's, it's, so we like, we don't like to call it concierge cause that always makes people think expensive. Basically my goal is to make <laughs> it, um, affordable primary care, but under a membership base. So it doesn't require insurance. So about 70% of my mm-hmm. patients are, un, are uninsured. 
Um, okay. And and so it's basically it's similar to concierge medicine, but not um, not as okay. not with the concierge Good. price tag, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, so are you looking for um, you know are you looking to build uh, this business or the lactation business? Which one do you want to uh, boost? Um. Ideally, I would like to boost my um, my primary care membership practice because that's you know that's recurring stable revenue month after month. Um, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the lactation side, I, I kind of do more out of passion rather. It doesn't really make me that much money to be honest, because it's okay. um, the amount I would have to charge for the amount of time that I spend on it is not um, affordable for most people. So I um, I think I probably undercharge for that, but I just I love doing it. So I think it's more so a passion kind of on the side thing that I do. And, but the primary care is sort of the, the main financial basis for the business. Oh, okay. That, that's one. So, so right now, tell me when you have, how many members do you have in your, um, in the membership that you have? So I have about a hundred and I think it's about 118 maybe right now. Um, okay. Yeah. And it's, I was, I was at 120 about a month ago, but I've, you know, every month I've, the last couple of months I've lost a few patients and then gained a few. And so I, ha- I haven't really been able to get over this like 115 to 120 hump. Um, that's kind so, of been my last four months. So, so that, so that, that is, that is interesting. So you have uh, hundred and how did you find, how did, how did you find these patients? How did they come to know you and then uh, signed up for the membership? Um, it's, it's sort of a mixture of um, some word of mouth. So through like personal networking and people that I know personally referring people to me. Um, and then also um, I do, I do pay-per-click Google ads and that brings in a not unsubstantial number of patients. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, a lot of social media. So like posting in local like neighborhood groups um, or in parent groups, that sort of thing. I've gotten um, some patients that way. Ah, okay, okay. So that that is interesting. So you so you are doing essentially you are doing your marketing on your own. Oh yes, <laughs> I did hire. Okay. Um, I did hire a social media agency recently. Um, I think probably about three or four months ago because I was having mm-hmm. trouble keeping a consistent presence on social media channels, um, and mm-hmm. I wanted to have a little bit more consistency. And so I hired them, and they've been helping me. They they make. Um, posts and, con- and content and plan it out month to month and, and post on a like kind of schedule post for me so that I can maintain some consistency. And then I'll do some like on the fly, more personalized posts when I have a chance or when I have time. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that is a smart thing to do. I always tell people that, you know, you, you should focus on the things that you're good at, which in your case is to taking care of the patients. Uh, it's, it's really difficult to to do a very good job of marketing, uh, you know, while if marketing is not your your main job, right? Yeah. Because some <laughs> someone, so so what you have done is is pretty smart. I know it always kind of stings in the beginning, right? Because it costs money, and when you don't have uh, money, unfortunately, you know, you need marketing most when when there is when the money is scarce but yeah but you know that but then it is like one of those bitter pill that you need to take anyway so 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 it's very good that you are already doing that so so you know that's a 
That's a good news. And and I'm assuming you have a uh, website and everything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a, I have a website um, and I have um, Instagram and Facebook pages that that's what the, um, the social media company posts to. They also post mm-hmm. on Google, my business. Um, so I have that set up. Okay. Um, and then I have a different person who helps me manage the pay-per-click ads because I don't know how to do that. So, um, okay. So that's, that, that. Again, that, that's very smart. And how much are you investing on pay, pay-per-click right now? Um, my ad budget is $250 a month. Um, okay. And, and then I pay the person that's managing them about 150 a month. Okay. And, and are you... Are you getting decent number of, uh, uh, you know, that $400 and are you getting decent number of uh, uh, at least the contacts from there or the inquiries yeah, through the I'm, Google ad? Yeah, I'm definitely getting um, like a lot of people who I don't know personally or who weren't referred to me tell me that they found me on Google. Um, mm, okay. and so, um, but I don't know if that's necessarily the pay-per-click ads or if it's Google maps because of my Google, my business profile. I'm not sure which of those is, so, is putting me in front so of them. But. Com- you know, your company, uh, should be able to give you the analytics, you know, the, the one who is managing that company, but if not just have someone you, you can, and those are the kind of thing where maybe again, you know, one time someone can, will need to go and uh, set up the analytics right on your website mm-hmm. so that all those information you can get, you know, Google has become very friendly now uh, from that way. It, they will give you, you will get a lot of information from Google. Uh, you see, the, what happens that if someone is, is, is calling from Google My Business, right, if it shows up there on the local search, and someone taps to call google knows it right so there, so so it can the if if you have someone set up the analytics right uh, you will be able to and which which by the way uh, even the students can do that so a lot of people it's not a very expensive deal mm-hmm. so uh, and i'm pretty sure that even your uh, the social media people or this google adwords guy especially or, yeah. or a gal, I'm not saying, you know, should be able to set it up. So, so that, that should not be a problem. I, you know, the reason I'm saying is it always helps to track, right? What is working, what's not working so that you can double down on the things that's working and, right. and start to cut, cut out the things that are not working. So that's, so that's why, and the digital marketing is very good that way because you, uh, you know, you get, you really know, what you know where, where you are putting the money where where it's getting wasted and where it is generating some benefit for you so yeah he i mean he does give me like a click through rate but i think the issue that i have is that people um the primary way that people contact me is through i have a a form on my website where they can submit their mm-hmm. information and then we, and i don't know how to track maybe he knows how to track i guess i should ask him if the person yeah. clicking on that came from a Google ad or came from Google, my business or where they came from. So yeah, he probably can track that. I should just ask him. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that we, and, and just ask um, again, it will just help you understand in a where, where is the money? I mean, if $250, if you, it turns out that this 250 is generating 500 for you, then it's worth trying to uh, making it 500 to see if we'll generate 1000, right? I mean, people will do it all day. So it's just a matter of once you know what it is. Uh, for marketing, uh, Rebecca, I always say that 
you know, I, you, the focus should be on the return, not on the cost. Uh, so, uh, which which is which is the hardest thing to for for someone who is not in marketing to do. But um, I can tell you that this is how the big corporations beat out the small ones because they don't care about what's the cost of marketing. Their big focus is return. And I know I've been head of marketing for some really large corporations. They didn't care. You know, you go and you ask for a budget, they will say, what do I get out of it? You know, right. for for that budget. And that's what they put, they hold you to, the, uh, to that kind of results. So so that should be the, the focus. So um, you know, on marketing. So that's the reason when, if, Again, the more you understand that, I see that is where as a business owner, you, your focus, you can focus and say, what kind of results you are generating? So if, if the social media is posting, you know, they can, they have a lot of analytics, uh, by the way, um, Facebook advertising sometimes or Instagram advertising has, uh, could also be a pretty good idea for you, by the way, in terms of cost per lead. Uh, the people yeah. is is pretty low, so you should think about that also for that. So, so yeah. but again, I think that now I have a very good idea. So I just want to answer your specific questions uh, that you have. Uh, yeah, I think that the biggest issue that I have is I don't think that I get a re the return that I get from the ad the marketing is not probably the same or more than what I spend on it. Um, because on, like when some, I get a lot of leads, but I think because it's a membership, um, mm -hmm. it, someone has to already be interested in doing something like that before they, you know, a, a lot of times the ads, it's just people who are looking for a, a general doctor, um, okay. or a general, you know, or, or they don't have insurance, which my ads right now are targeted towards people who don't have insurance. Um, because mm -hmm. that's people who I think would benefit the most from it, but I'm uh, most of those people I don't think are interested in a membership. So a small subset are, but the number yeah. of people that click on my ad may very few of them are actually interested in the membership so, once they get to the website. So Rebecca, then I would say the, then there is a problem with the ad, uh, uh copy, right? So the ad should make it very clear. And this, this is where, um, you know, on the paid advertising, this is where sometimes it becomes confusing. And by the way, you you may find Instagram or Facebook to be um, you know more successful because I think that if he's focused or I keep on saying he, if the person who is managing your uh, account is it he or she? Yes, <laughs> he. Yeah, he. Yeah. Okay. So 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 that is where um, you know the click through rate. It really doesn't matter, right? You you don't care. Click through rate is not the uh, the the client. So my uh, approach would be to to really make it tweak the language. Um, just ask uh, um, you know your uh, advertiser to say, I, I really want the ad to to talk about um, you know the membership, not. I mean, not that, you know, you're looking for a doctor without, you know, you don't have insurance and mm -hmm. are you looking for a doctor kind of thing. So so the more, uh, you know, you may get fewer number of calls, but it doesn't matter because, um, you know, you the calls, again, no one takes uh, calls to the bank, right? You, right. So you would rather have fewer call and, and uh, you know, higher conversion, much higher conversion. So the one thing that you can do is definitely copy. 
and and the second thing is will be always also worth looking into is to see are are you using the right keywords for that uh, because what what has what happens that there are some regular key general keywords right so if you have like family medicine uh, you know doctor uh-huh. i mean of course um, you know that's a very lot there will be a lot of searches for that but then like you said it you is a very tiny subset of people would be interested in that uh-huh. but if someone is in, is interested in for example a membership program or even even the consumer medicine for that matter but you know that it's a keyword and you can you can say you know get consumer medicine without the cost of con- consumer i mean that's a that's a darn good um, ad so far i'm concerned like you said mm-hmm. uh, so so that i so my my thing would be ask ask this person to focus on the what what we call long tail keyword so the smaller subset and see if people are searching so it's possible that you know if there are thousand searches for family uh, family medicine doctor i mean just just i'm just saying a family practitioner suppose there are thousand but if you look at at the primary care uh, you know membership you know medicine membership or consumer medicine could be only 50 but those 50 are the most relevant for you right Mm-hmm. so so that so that's that that is so those are the two things you may want to look into uh, ask him to to look into so one thing is of course look at the ad make sure that the ad clearly says what you do uh, so that there's no confusion uh, in the mind of people who are clicking and then the second thing would be with um, uh, would be to go out to search for some long tail keywords that is very specific to what you do uh you know again you will have fewer clicks but it doesn't matter because all those clicks will be most relevant right okay yeah that makes sense and and by the way when you when the moment you told me that you have a lot of calls but you know most of them are irrelevant that's the red flag in my mind uh, clearly that okay what what it is is the ad copy needs to mm-hmm. be adjusted and and then maybe the keyword focus needs to be changed. Yeah. I do also wonder like I'm not sure if my uh, if my messaging is maybe not clear through my website or through my like my social media presence like maybe if it's not clear to people what I do. I I, I do feel like I'm kind of all over the place because I have some stuff about lactation and some stuff about primary care and it's I do feel like it sometimes it's all over the place and I'm not really sure how to narrow that. So so on the website you can make it very easy right because you can just divide it very clearly say you know uh, expertise in family care and you have like on, on the family care is here click here and you know lactation click here right so so mm-hmm. the website you can you can make it um, you know really obvious for people that you are a family care physician with expertise in this also with a specialization in lactation um, that website should be easy uh social media i would say that you may want to create two different uh profiles for that so you can you can have one as a lactation uh, you know specialist and one as a primary care physician because i can see that on social media uh, there would be a sort of disconnect right if 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 someone is is following you or starts to to see something interesting 
you know, lactation, and, and that's the issue that they have. Uh, and then the next one, if it is about family medicine, you know, typical, like, have you taken your COVID shot? Yeah. Uh, then, then it may not uh, resonate with them. So, so that would be my suggestion: is, is you definitely want to have, you know, a very consistent messaging going to uh, people. And and by the way, if lactation is 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 your passion, then I would suggest create a different uh, join some forum or create your own forum on uh, social media, right? And on lactation. Invite people and uh, and just do it more as a as a hobby. So whatever is a primary business, it should be all about that. Would be my yeah. thing. So so this and 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 this is like should be. So I would say just focus on that. That should that's easy. You know you can do that right on mm-hmm. your own. Right. Right. Um, but but yes, if you can. Uh, you know, I would say lactation because it's a very specific uh, you know, situation that, that uh, and specific problem that you are solving. It should have its own, um, you know, social media for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I do think that's probably. I mean, I, I did wonder about that when I started the business if I should have, create two separate like profiles about that, but I just I did I felt like I barely had the bandwidth to marry, manage one. So yeah, um, no. managing the other then is is yeah because you are managing it right. If you have yeah. a uh, someone else managing it, then life becomes pretty easy. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to think about that. No. <laughs> I know how to do that. And you know, but but again, if if you sub, suppose you don't see that you have the bandwidth right now, then I would say, you know, just lactation. If if that is not you know the primary business, just take keep it as as a secondary. Don't don't uh, do too much. And and frankly, if you ask me, the social um, the paid advertising is probably the ideal for the lactation because mm-hmm. very specific there is there is absolutely no confusion and then you have a big competitive advantage there right. if anyone who who finds out so if 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 you don't see you getting a lot of i know again i'm not saying that just because it's not working it will not work i already suggested some things to do for paid advertising but your uh, lactation would definitely be uh, the right one to do mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. the paid advertising. And that's, I guess, I kind of was hoping that the lactation piece would then transfer into patients joining the membership afterwards. Like if I saw them for their breastfeeding problems, then they would want to sign up as for primary care after that. And that's what I was kind of hoping would happen, but it really has not gone that way. <laughs> so. but, but, you know, uh, I think that, which, which is, I totally understand. And uh, the thing is, uh, it always takes time. So, it, uh, so long you have like more patients coming in, uh, and you are taking care of them, they are happy. You just have to just ask them uh, for for referral. Don't worry about. Um, it's much easier to ask and say, "Hey, by the way, I have a membership. Uh, if you know anyone uh, who doesn't have insurance, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it will be good for them." Uh, it's you know, all they will say is they will have so long they're happy with you. 
you know, they are always trying to to help, right? So I I always suggest to, uh, you know, especially the healthcare providers and the physicians that you should have a almost like automated system of asking for referrals. Uh, and then just ask people and say, um, you know, once they are happy, just 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 let them know. And uh, you know, the, the thing is that they whether they would consider or not, it depends. Like you already said that if someone has insurance, there's no point, you know. And and if someone is coming for lactation issue, uh, you know, most probably she has. If if she doesn't have insurance, that's a different thing. If if she has insurance, then then she would have no reason, right, to think about becoming a, a you know this uh, joining a membership. Mm-hmm. But having said that, if so long they are aware that that's what you do and what kind of people that that you uh, you are looking for, uh, just make it easy for them to refer. Just make it easy for them to. Just send them a, you know, just click and send them a, uh, just add name and email address of people they know, and you just shoot the email uh, or something. Mm-hmm. So, so there are a lot of those kind of referral platforms that that are there, referral services, which, which is automated, and those are not expensive at all. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's what you may want to do is look for that and and ask them because the best thing that you can do, especially I know that. The doctors, 95%, if not more, of the patients are happy, you know, with their um, uh, services. So the best thing to do is just have an automated system where you are asking them for referrals. Okay. And, uh, and you will start to get drip, drip. I mean, you know, when in small or for that matter, large business also, you almost never, I, I'm saying almost never because it, you know, you see the result, which is unfortunately those are the only thing that is shown on CNBC, that how this company started and in two years they become, you know, whatever, $100 million. I mean, most of the companies, you know, grow slow, but you would get, it, it, it will start always drip, drip. Mm-hmm. But as you start to have a bigger base and you have a process in place to, you know, to asking for everyone, you would start to see those drip drip will become like a, a regular flow pretty soon of new um, patients. So, so that would be my my suggestion is is just don't focus on converting them immediately because we don't know their situation. Uh, now, you do take uh, uh, insurance, right? Or do you don't no, take insurance at all? I don't take any insurance. Oh, so even for lactation, if someone comes in, they have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's how it is for most lactation practices because, um, the billing is really complicated with insurance. I give them a super bill. Yeah. I give them a super bill and they can submit it to their insurance themselves, but I don't bill it myself. Yeah. So, so again, so so that, that's the main thing is if they have insurance because, because they have just because someone has a lactation problem, see having no insurance and, and saying that, okay, if you have no insurance, I'm the right doctor is straightforward, right? But then someone who has a lactation issue and also no insurance <laughs> could be a very small portion of the uh, patient you see, right? Who who yeah. have, uh, you know, so in that case, as, as you can see yourself, I mean, you know, they don't have any reason to come to you, but so long they know 
And that's where uh, I don't know if you have some kind of platform that you are using to have keep you know stay in touch with the patients on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you had that, then you, from the same platform, when you ask them and say you know how was everything, and when they say oh everything was good, I'm happy, then you can ask them right and say by the way you know in case you don't know I have this other practice which is membership only based. Uh, and and the people who don't have insurance are, are the ideal ideal patient for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just asking again. You know, ten out of ten people, if one or two uh, no someone, all of a sudden you you will start to get like I said. You know, it will start with drip drip. It won't start with you ask and then suddenly you get flooded. But over a period of time, it will just build momentum. Yeah. Yeah, I do have the the scheduling system that I have right now. It, I, I have mm-hmm. it set up. So it sends an automated email after the appointment to ask for a review on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I could probably add another email, like maybe a week or so later. Exactly. Being like, yeah, and that would be easy enough to just do with yep. what I already am using. Okay, that's a good uh, and, idea. And yeah, and just add in there uh, the content so that you just explain to them what you do, right? And mm-hmm. just slightly, um, you know, I would say, you know, more, more with more information about you, and and just just it goes from there. And and by the way, if since you already have the, you know, the scheduling system and and you are you have a database, do stay in touch with them on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It can't hurt to just send them happy Thanksgivings, right? Um, yeah. At the Thanksgiving time. So that, um, I guess I was worried you, about spamming them. I don't want to be spamming them. <laughs> no, but you are not spamming. You know, for, first let me ask you. Uh, in it looks like almost every profession is getting, you know, these days tarred. People are like, uh, you know, but luckily your profession is one where right now, which has the most, um, you know, trusted profession. Right, people in general. They trust their doctors, so no one not likes hearing from doctor. You're not saying anything. Yeah, if you if you if you are just sending out and saying, hey, you know, I have this new pill. By the way, you know, I'm Doctor Rebecca. This new pill, would you like to buy? Then they will get turned off. If if they are getting uh, just a uh, happy Thanksgiving from uh, from their doctor, I think that most of the people will be surprised and say, wow, you know. You know, she remembered. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I know. Um, I mean, I when I get it, I know it's automated. But still, the fact that someone took the the time to automate the system, add my name and everything that I'm getting it is still. You know, it's not like I feel bad. So again, I'm not saying by. But having said that, if if there is a COVID related issue, if you want to share something. Uh, you know, we should be doing it. I mean, you know, in this country, when we have what only sixty something percent of the people vaccinated, and and the vaccines are just lying, people can go and get. You know, unfortunately, the people who are f- trying to force people literally now to get vaccinated are the politicians and the bureaucrats. Those are the people who are least trusted. Mm-hmm. If the politician had started to had gone and started to to make a request to the doctors and say, can you please share with with your patients 
I know that it will have a whole different effect rather than, uh, you know, some politician or, or some faceless bureaucrat telling me that this is what you have to do. Yeah. I mean, I... I yeah, I so I do send a monthly newsletter um, to the people who are subscribed to my listserv, which is all my membership patients, but it never occurred to me to put my lactation patients on there because I guess I didn't want to bother them. But yeah, I should just put them on there. Um, there's no reason not to. So No, no, no. It, see, by the way, that uh, can spam law, it is not for so they are your customers, right? I mean, yeah. they're patient, but technically, in the business wise, they are customers. You can talk to customers, but but yeah, of course, you always want to have the unsubscribe option there. That yeah. if someone does not want, they can unsubscribe. But yeah, there, there's there's absolutely no uh, legal thing, and then so long, and you already know that. I'm sure that you are because you are sending this this general newsletter, so it's not like you are talking about any. Uh, you know, personal information or yeah. about their, you know, so there's, so there's no HIPAA issue. Mm -hmm. So no, it's totally mm -hmm. le legal. You know, it's hundred percent. You are in compliance okay. by sending it to everyone. I think I'm just, oh, I'm and, like excessively worried about these things that I just don't need to be worried about. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's good that you are worried about it. I mean, the fact that, that you care, that's a good thing. Uh, really. There's nothing wrong with, uh, being careful, but um, but yeah, you know you you should be able to do that. And by the way, use that um, that forum to always to remind them, and not all the time. But if if it's perfectly okay that once every other month or so, separately you you just send them an email saying I would love for you to refer uh, my you know for uh, a new member in there, yeah. and you know. So it's it's perfectly okay. I'm just I'm telling you, no one will get upset. All right, uh, that's a good idea. I, I I mean, and that's easy enough for me to just do with with everything I'm already doing. It's a, like a really easy step to add. So yeah, that's a good idea. Perfect. Okay, you did you have any other questions? I mean, I I know that I saw two three questions. Um, I mean, I have a lot of questions, but. I don't know how much time you have, <laughs> um, but I mean, that was definitely very helpful and very like quick, actionable things that I can do that I do think will make a big difference. Um, and so that was, that was really helpful. Thank you. Okay. Wonderful. And, and, you know, good luck with your, uh, with your practice. I know it is always difficult in the beginning, uh, but, you know, I'm almost, I know many doctors, and just trust me. Uh, two years back, you, you look back and say, "Wow, you know everything is working." And so long you have a, a right process in place, uh, there shouldn't be any problem. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just take care of the patient. You are already asking for reviews. Everything is 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 great, and and good luck. And anything else ever you have any question, feel free to just drop all of an email. And I you know I. I know that I'm. My time is a little bit constricted, but I can always uh, find some time to talk. You know, Oliver can figure it out. So, so it's here. I mean, we are always. I'm always excited to help. You know, especially entrepreneurs like you, who decide not to go and take a job with some large hospital. So this is wonderful. Thank you. 
Yeah, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. All right, Rebecca. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. And if, yeah, if anyone wants to find my practice, my website is www.vidafamilydpc.com. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Vita Family Medicine. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Founders Corner podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you are interested in being a guest, be sure to visit our main page at www.gmrwebteam.com forward slash the Founders Corner.